Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Welcome to Door Bumper Clear. I'm Jason Schultz and the crew is back for another quarantine episode. Plus, Timmy Hill and Garrett Smithley join us. We talk iRacing drama, the next-gen car delay, the most heartbreaking losses, and much more. Here we go. I'm TJ Majors. This is Brent Griffin. Hey, me too now. This is Freddie Kraft. Get ready. Be ready. Be ready. Give me what you got here. New leader. I'll watch out for this guy. White flag. Recognize. Go low. Go low. Clear. Bring home. Three wide. Coming to the line. Door. Clear. Ready, Freddy? That, that rhymes. All right. Hey, everybody. Yeah, I'm TJ Majors, spotted the uh, virtual 22 Cup car, and um, that's about it. Hey, Brett Griffin, joining you from Mooresville, North Carolina. Virtual digital TJ got cussed out yesterday by Dang. Jimmy Johnson. Uh, joining us also, Freddie Kraft in the house. What's up? Uh, in the house is the operative word because I can't leave my house, can't get out, can't do nothing. My wife's got me on lockdown. Your wife? She's worried about. She, yeah, she's worried about the damn coronavirus. What about the government? Thank you. I mean, the government has you on the lockdown. The government says, but I mean, I could probably sneak out if it wasn't for her. So your wife? The government like, couldn't lock down a freaking poodle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've been outside much, TJ, but they ain't got much lockdown just because we're staying home. I mean, everybody else is. Yeah, there's a. Uh, I do see a lot of people out in the neighborhood still. It's very active in the neighborhood, but there's, I mean, you still see a lot of cars. Well, you see a lot of people saying that they're essential businesses and they're not essential businesses and they're still working and still doing whatever. Hmm. Casey Bo, welcome to the show. Yeah. And producer Jason. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Jason. What's up? We I, can see still your arm I can still see his somewhere. head a little bit. Nope. I'm hiding now on the side <laughs> of Michael. Have we got baby names picked out yet? Do we have multiple choice? Oh. Where are we at on this process? Well, I would like to say that nobody has recommended a name that will actually work. Like, I'm Anna is not happening. So, whoever or Robo, Tobo, I feel like we had, race. I feel like we had, great, we had great boy names picked out, and you guys went and screwed it all up by having a girl. I mean, Chad was the one that was really wanted the girl. I, um, I don't know uh, if you know this or not, but it's kind of up to Chad to what you have. I mean, yes, it is. Don't ask him why, please. Jesus. Uh, yeah, we're not going to get into the show. Um, I told but, you it was a girl. You didn't believe me, did you? I didn't. I thought it was a boy the whole time. 
Every, every like wives tale, everything said boy, everything. Every wise guy said girl. Ah, I wouldn't me. go that far. Uh, so does, does that answer your question about wives tales? Yeah, I know they're not accurate, but still like, you know, you have that feeling like they, that, they say that like mothers in sync. Apparently I don't have that because I completely guessed uh, Wow. But Apparently yes, you we're still going through names. And I swear you're supposed to be a blonde. Like you're really supposed to be a hardcore bright white blonde. I don't what know how your hair wrong? is the color that it is. Nothing. Just in general though, you always you're you just have a lot of blonde moments. Wow. Hey TJ, did you see Freddie before uh, we started the show with no hat on? He is the first white guy I've ever seen in my life with an afro. Dude, you're gonna look He's like you got a full blown afro. You're gonna look like Stevie Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna look like Stevie. Jeez. That's Wow. You know, how, long are you gonna let your, how long are you going to let your beard get, Freddie? Your goatee's down to your belly button. I'm not going to trim it until we leave the house. So July? How, what do you think I look like in July? <laughs> if we're stuck here in July, I'm not going to make it. There's no way I survive in this house. Till, I don't know if I'm going to make it till tomorrow at let this point, to be honest with you. I feel way worse for your wife and your kids versus you because I know what it's like dealing with you. And to have to deal with you 24-7, got to be miserable. I honestly I I thought it. it would be better, like, virtually, you would be nicer and, like, not as much of an ass, but you are almost worse, honestly. He so, got no, that's because he's got nothing better to do but sit around and think of stuff to say all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, Whether we're in the studio or not. You, Casey, right you say you have pregnancy brain. He's got quarantine brain right now. <laughs> yeah. He's an ass even when we're not under quarantine. <laughs> Just saying. Literally, the worst. Well, you're still the same before you were pregnant. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, we're gonna so, stop talking about this. Somebody out there make a really first of all, Casey is a beautiful lady, but just please make me a blonde Casey, please. Somebody Photoshop it out there. I know you will. Oh my God, we're gonna get seven hundred of these. Nah, I mean, he's uh, my wedding photo, guys. I'm sure Brett will love it even more. Casey, have you ever had blonde hair? No, I've never actually colored my hair. Yes, she has. She's lying. I swear, I swear I have never colored my hair. Not one so what have y'all been doing other than highlight. sitting in your house? I know me and Casey have been working. What, what TJ, what have you been doing all week? Uh, same thing I do every other week, only now it's it's uh, way worse because now I have a lesson sheet every day that I got to go through. And, um, yeah, I'm a registered teacher. Not really, but, um, yeah. That's I'm going to guess, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, and listen, I love teachers. I have friends that are teachers, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say being a teacher right now is the best job in the world because they're getting paid and they're not doing. I, uh, yeah, I was going mean, to say that they're, they should uh, credit. I will say that's, I don't agree with that because I've gotten more emails from our teachers on stuff. They're trying to make lessons work and trying to get everything prepared for all these, um, you know, parents at home trying to trying to um, teach their kids and stuff and make it as easy on us as they can. Um, you have young kids. So I have kids that go to every different class. Right. So they're, they're in different classes all day long. So, like, just imagine being one teacher that teaches one class 
all day long to a bunch of different groups of kids. They send out one email. Like Bodie, for example, he has a, a couple times a week they get on a Zoom thing like this and talk to the class and do all this. But like my, my oldest, thir- she's 13. She's on a thing this morning from 930 to 1030. That's all she's going to do all day as far as what the school is delivering. The rest of the day, it's on her. It's on me. And I, I can't do fifth grade math. I damn sure can't do eighth grade math. So yeah. you're you're crapping all over teachers, but you literally just said that you can't do the stuff that they're doing. So imagine what they have to do all day, every day when we're in school. I feel she's like got a, guess, why, she's guess, got a guess why I'm having to do it, Casey. I'm having to do it because they're not doing it. Well, they don't have a choice. Hey, Freddie. That's my point. I would like to be a teacher. Look at the fro on this guy, Freddie. Similar. <laughs> <laughs> Looks the same. If I just made my hair blonde, it looked just like that. He's got, he has got a fro, man. I'm about to cut their hair myself. Don't do that. You'll ruin the poor dog. My father-in-law did it. My father-in-law had to cut their their two dogs' hair. Don't do it. Oh, my. Poor Billy thing. Boat is cutting he, hair. Billy, Billy cut Snug, Snuggles is her name. And Snuggles. I have to send oh. you guys a picture. But it's it's poor thing. Poor thing. Oh. So Snuggles, do Snuggles has a rough haircut, huh? Yes. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend cutting your own hair, too. I've seen some pictures online. Don't do it. I'm really disappointed that, that Jimmy Jimmy cussing me out is not in spot on or spot off. No. no. We're, we're going to actually talk about that right now. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So we here's, have a separate text going. Yep. So here's what Jimmy said about TJ yesterday on the iRacing broadcast. I've just fired my virtual spotter. Um, I have the TJ Majors uh, spotter pack is one of the options, and that's twice now he's cleared me, and I haven't been cleared. So I, everybody says TJ is so good, but this virtual version of him is, is cost me twice. not going green. TJ, shut up. I hear you in the background. I know. <laughs> well, good thing, uh, good thing vir- you know, real Jimmy's better than virtual Jimmy too, I guess. Um, I think, uh, first of all, I was watching the clip there, and I was watching Jimmy's stream, and he needs to fix some settings in his car. His mirror setting is ridiculous. So, uh, Jimmy, I can help you with that. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I just want to know who I just want to know who Jimmy's talking to that says you're so good because I don't, I don't, I never heard that. I don't know where he got that from. Must be an old wife. Must be a housewife's <laughs> tale. An old wife's tale. <laughs> I want to know, like, I, he can blame the wreck. Like, you know, he can blame the coming up on somebody on his spotter. But, like, well, whose fault was it that he just drove straight up back on the racetrack and white chase out? No. What, what about a homestead when he decided oh, to go yeah. up into the middle of the but, track? But did you see this week after he spun, he just drove straight back up on the racetrack and white chase out? Yeah, I was playing the heat race. Virtual me was telling him to get up in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I wish I could control some of the things on there, but you can only can, you you know, I, I honestly, the iRacing spotter does, does a good job and there's, there's multiple, um, versions of spotters that you can get. Uh, you know, my question is, is he's got all these people in there helping him. How come you're not using the, the, uh, Earl Barbin spotter pack? You know, um, he's, I, he's somebody asked him that. He said he's been tired of he's, Chad's yelled at him for 20 years. He doesn't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking uh, of spotter packs, what what spotter pack was Clinton using yesterday, Brett? I don't think was that the was that the the Brett Griffin spotter pack or, or what he have yesterday? You know, uh, this is this is bad. Why are, this could have been a great show had both of you been spotting for your guys. If this, we were spotting, it wouldn't have happened. 
No, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Because yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. This would have been a great show if you... <laughs> it would have been awesome. Been, could you imagine if we were doing a live broadcast yesterday? We would have been fist fighting. Uh, well, I mean, if... I don't... Uh, no, no way. Y'all would have been laughing. I'm sure you were laughing. Yeah. Um, we would have been crying. We were but, all texting uh, each other. Yeah, that was... Uh, I'm sure we're going to get to that later in the show. I mean, did y'all, did y'all watch the race? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I don't know. I really do think... I think we should somehow get Clint to let Brett spot him, although maybe he doesn't want to. Brett needs to... Do you think, do you think I want to be affiliated with that kind of behavior yesterday? <laughs> that behavior <laughs> is no different than any other side. It would have been way better to talk about. I don't want to be affiliated with somebody that sucks. And right now, Clint sucks. Hey. He said, let me tell you this part. So he called me after the thing was over. And by then, I had made my way to Publix to pick up some stuff for the week. And he's like, I spent six hours practicing on Saturday for this thing. I drove down to the studio. I'm spending all this time. And I lost my mind. And I was like, oh, we all watched you. We watched you on live TV. So, uh, no, I'm good, Casey. I don't think I want to uh, invest the amount of time and effort that, that these guys – and that's what people don't realize. Man, William Byron probably ran 20 hours this week getting ready for Bristol, as did all those guys because none of them want to get on there and, be, and suck at this, right? But, nah, I'm good. I'll just tune in and watch for 60 minutes and uh, call it good. How did he do in his heat race? I did miss the heat race part. You missed the heat race? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't TJ, much better. TJ, tell him how he did in the heat race. Didn't he wreck? Did you watch it? He wrecked everybody. Yeah. Yeah, he was allowed down in every car. Every car that he he wrecked with Bobby Labonte, so then he was damaged. He had damage, and then like so he was way off the pace. So he got lapped, and every car that lapped him, he wrecked. He wrecked five cars. <laughs> Landon, uh, Garrett. We'll ask Garrett about it. like every car that drove by him. He like bounced off the wall, came down into them, wrecked them. Like it, it was it was a disaster. See, and then they asked him okay. what happened. And he said he broke uh, his give a damn broke. You need to get a you need to get yourself a computer logged in there and and uh, and get on there and it maybe you don't even have to spot you can just like driver coach him. Nah, yeah, I think and and we'll we'll do a live stream of it too. That would be very entertaining, probably. I mean, Freddie, I I would say the same for your driver. Except your driver should probably learn to not give up. Well, I mean, hey. He was very upset that Clint wrecked him and then intentionally wrecked him again after he wrecked him the first time. <laughs> so, and so, that was his second right. wreck in six laps. So That's what people don't realize. He had already torn up two cars, so he was done. He was out of resets. What happened in the first wreck, Freddie? Was that, did that have, he, have he to do got, with Clint, too? No, he got in that whatever that first wreck was. I forget who. Uh, Freeze, I think, spun out, and they all piled into him. Was that, yeah, you too. <laughs> like, I think everybody was in it. So he had damage from that. He did have... I think he had – that was going to be his second reset, so he could have went back out there. But, I mean, that was 140 to go, and chances are he was probably going to wreck again. What's and he doing he back there? not happy. Because he wrecked. He was he qualified like 15th or something. His sponsor was not thrilled. Yeah, I know. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Imagine all this drama in real life racing. It might carry over. I don't know. We go back racing. They keep wrecking each other, and this stuff it might carry over. Well, you wrecked me. I can't wait to get Gar- <laughs> I can't wait to get Garrett on here. Damn, uh, you see Junior telling me he <laughs> <laughs> that was Garrett tried. I don't know. Garrett, I don't know what happened, but Garrett, Garrett typed a message. He typed a message to Dale Junior that I guess only Dale Junior could see. Well, instead of hitting a 
the R on the keyboard to respond to just Garrett. He instead of hitting the T, he hit he, uh, he's supposed to hit R to reply to that message privately. Well, he hit T, which goes to everybody, and he uh, he, he shared his uh, thoughts. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't say he. You got to say he she. She said he she. He she. Yeah, that <laughs> was uh, that was uh, definitely kind of funny. That's that's pretty rude of Dell Jr. Honestly, here's this retired guy that's sitting on a pile of money, and he's being really just abusive to this uh, young up and coming guy. Like that's kind of rude. Uh, yeah, I, I've noticed some hostility from the uh, older guys, not older guys, but guys that have been doing it a while towards these younger kids that are really good at this. Um, you know, there's definitely some uh, some tension there, maybe. I mean, I gotta give these young young kids a complex, man. These young guys can't take this; they're they're not tough enough yet. I can tell you this: when we go back real racing, they're probably not going to waste much time with them when they catch them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, what a mess that race was! I noticed a lot of um, what do they call that TJ? Like when you actually when you don't actually hit, but it, like it's close enough and the guy spins. It's like net was it net code? Yeah. Or something so like that? everybody, like, you can see people's connections when they get on there, and if you can see a guy that's running on Wi-Fi compared to a guy that's hardwired, um, and there's always a little bit of latency between the connections. Just like every once in a while, you'll see you know your FaceTime and everything locks up for a second. That's exactly what's happening on there. So you have to give an extra. You have to give an extra, you know, foot or two to to, to kind of plan for that. Um, and sometimes these guys don't don't do that, or they don't know enough to. And I don't really expect them to. They're not thinking about that stuff. But um, that can happen if you have a, you know, it's great for shoot 'em up games when you're running around. If a guy shoots you and you, your connection's not very good, he might miss you. You know, you, you've played PUBG on the computer. If there's a guy from some other from another country you're playing against, and he's got a bad connection, it's like. It's like shooting Michael Myers, man. You, he's going to take more bullets. You know, you can't. Yeah. It's hard to get him. But uh, um, so I worked with Justin Allgaier in the the race on Saturday night just to help him out a little bit, um, something to do. And and uh, we went in turn one, and and Ty Majeski just looked like on Justin's screen that he just run right into his door and put him in the wall. But uh, Ty sent me a picture, a video of his um, wreck out of his side of it. And he gave Justin an, an extra half a car length, but I think Ty was—I think Ty's in, in a location that doesn't have very good internet, and that's just what can happen. So a lot of the wrecks happen like that. You can't really—our um, guys are always so used to getting so close to each other off the corners, especially at mile and a half. They're—they are so close all the time. They literally drive three inches apart half the time, and you can't—you just can't do that, you know, on the game. You can do it, but just not all the time. If you get real close to one of them lag spike things or something you could have an accident like that and you do a track like bristol where you're really close a lot that's gonna happen so but we watched um we watched guys run at homestead we watched Dell jr and timmy hill and them guys run in each other's doors at homestead and without an issue so um it all comes down to connection sometimes and and you know if you got three tvs streaming in your house at the same time it might be a little stressful depending on your internet connection but um, that could happen. Like a yeah. mechanical failure. Yeah, kind of. Some, of some some of these guys are starting to get better. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Like these, Kyle was noticeably better yesterday. I thought. I'm sure he's practicing. Yeah, he Kyle, raced. Kyle races on there a ton. Well, I've seen a lot yeah. of these guys on there a ton. Um, I think Kyle's running running tomorrow night. Um, 
in our replacements deal, he I got a message from Kyle. I don't remember if I told you last week. Hey, can I run with you guys? I want to do more of this stuff and get good at it or whatever. Just, you know, and so he's running as much as he can. And uh, you know, you can go on there and into the hostess sessions on there, and and definitely you see a lot of these companies. Like you'll see uh, Roush practice, JGR practice room, and they'll have sessions up with their drivers in there and stuff. Just working on next week's race, um, which is kind of cool. So uh, a lot of people are. Um, a lot of people are getting into it. I I don't know what the ratings were this week yet, but um, you know I think uh, people seem to be entertained again. So I mean it it's better than nothing. We don't have anything else to watch right now, so this is all we got. Yeah. Before we get started, let's hear more about our presenting sponsor, OfferPad. Yo, you need to buy or sell your home? Look no further than our friends at OfferPad.com. OfferPad makes the process extremely simple. Their modern approach is designed around helping make the process easy and even fun for you. That's why they've eliminated the common pain points associated with a traditional buying or selling experience. That includes these perks. Picking your closing date, avoiding showings, open houses, and a free local move. It doesn't get much simpler. OfferPad is shaking up the real estate industry and delivering an exceptional customer experience. When it's time to buy or sell a home, choose OfferPad.com. Hey guys, I think we have Timmy Hill and Garrett Smithley calling us. All right, we're uh, joined by two of my favorite guys. Timmy Hill is in the house, and we got to figure out a way to say Garrett Smithley really cool too. So, uh, guys, thanks for coming I, on. I said it really loud one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So, uh, uh, so, so, Timmy, we'll start with you, man. Obviously, last week's winner. Um, I wanted to bring you onto this podcast just for the record. And Jason Schultz, who has stuck his head out of the thing for whatever reason, TJ, one of your kids is screaming in the background. Yeah, uh, I can, I can hear it too. <laughs> uh, but I want to bring you on last week, Timmy. And Jason went lettuce because he said you were going to be on a Dell Junior download. That fell through, and now you're on the best podcast. So, welcome back to Door Bumper Clear. <laughs> Well, thanks for uh, uh, picking up the rain check and having me back on. So, uh, yeah, heck yeah, we've been having a lot of fun these past couple of weeks. So, what did you do to celebrate last week's win, man? Well, <laughs> I think I, I, I told people this. My wife comes up and uh, gives me my uh, big old glass of uh, milk, and of course, I love that. And then, uh, of course, after that, we took a nice stroll through the neighborhood. Uh, my neighbors they watch all these races, so they say, "Hell yeah, uh, glad to see you win!" And man, several NASCAR fans in my neighborhood, so. Through our walk, uh, normally it's about a 30, 40 minute walk. It took about an hour and a half. Everybody stopped me talking to me. So that was nice and um, had a nice dinner on our pit boss grill. Did some grilling, had some shrimp, some burgers, uh, some potatoes, had a nice dinner. So uh, a nice laid back uh, celebration. Did you send Freddie any food? That's exactly how me and Brett would have celebrated milk and a walk. That's exactly, that would have been exactly the same way over here. That sounds much better than the meal gear ahead. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. yeah what, did, what, what did Dell Jr. suggest you eat yesterday? Uh, you can say we got, we got a bleep button. Yeah, we, we had to bleep that one. That's short track racing. I felt bad for Garrett, so I was watching his, um, what do you call it, Twitch stream, and 
Danny, I didn't think you guys got together in the heat race, was it? I think was it a heat race? Oh, Denny, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm just, watching it, yeah. and Denny, Denny says something to Garrett, and poor Garrett typed an uh, like not an apology, but like his side of the story out seven times before he actually sent it. Like he was trying to figure out the way he was going to tell Denny he was wrong, but being as nice as Garrett normally is. Like he, if it was me, I'd have been like off Denny you're wrong I didn't hit you at least not on my screen but Garrett was like hey I'm watching the replay hold on delete all that I watched the replay I didn't hold on delete all that so I, you can see like the anxiety in Garrett's face or he has trying to figure out how he's going to apologize or not apologize but like stand up for himself without pissing Denny off anymore I think you should just do it again yeah absolutely yeah, I, I, I didn't do it he ran into me and then hit the wall then blamed it on me <laughs> But he, he, he went back and said that he watched the replay or Spotter did, and he said he was wrong. So it, it all That's worked good. out. <laughs> you drivers, it's never, it's never y'all's <laughs> fault. You drivers are the worst. I, I, got, I got blamed yesterday for a virtual me. So. Virtual. <laughs> Virtually you got blamed. That you was know, so, so, so I don't know what you guys – you guys will know this a little bit. Brett and uh, Freddie don't, but – when you run your field of view in the mirror, I don't know what you guys run for your field of view, but if you don't fix that, the cars are like super long in the mirror. And uh, Jimmy decided to clear himself a couple times, I guess. And um, I was watching his his stream, and his he has the car stretched out, so they're like the entire length of the mirror. I would, I mean, I don't know what you guys run, but I can see why you would wreck when you had the cars like that. But I mean, I don't think I've ever adjusted mine, but uh, mine don't look like that in the mirror. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing, like, you know, with 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 Timmy and I and, and William and some of the guys that have a little bit more iRacing experience, um, you kind of you kind of get used to to whatever field of view that you have. And you don't really need a virtual spotter. Timmy, I don't know if you run a virtual spotter, but I don't. This is the, actually the first week that I've run like a, a real legit spotter. And that's just for the simple fact of everything happened so fast at Bristol. And knowing, especially for those heat races, that we didn't have cautions, if somebody wrecks and spins out, there's probably still going to be something there um, when we come back around. So, um, that's the only reason that I had had a real spotter this week. But um, you just get used to the field of view and used to kind of where your car is at on the track. So also logged in there helping Jimmy uh, was Cliff Daniels, Jake Nichols, who is a pro driver, I think, right? I Isn't think so, Jake? yes. Yeah, I think uh, so. Ray Alfala and Lisa Pineda. He had a lot of help in there, so I can't really take blame for – any of that. Why does he sit? Why, why is he sit so different than everybody else? Is that like an indie car setup? Like, why is he? It looks like he's like laid way back. His legs are way up in the air. He, he did change that. It? Yeah, he changed uh, that. He, the first I saw week. a picture of him yesterday. It looked oh. like the same thing. That might, that might have been from the indie car race, maybe. I don't know. Well, you guys, saw something from the indie car. Timmy looks. I saw somebody tweet this, and I don't remember who it was, but somebody said Timmy looks like he could instantly shut Iris down and sell insurance, which. <laughs> <laughs> was pretty much true and uh garrett looks like he's leaning out of the chair half the time which yep. yeah i don't I got my lean yeah <laughs> Elbow, elbows Listen, up. <laughs> i had no idea that i leaned until i started streaming and then everybody called me out on it i had no idea i just i thought that i was just driving just, normal. Just thought you i bet you have a hell of a time taking a drink or eating soup <laughs> so, wow, I, we don't do that during iRacing. <laughs> who's always see like? I feel like you're in like a house of iRacers. Like, who's always in the background when I'm seeing your uh, twitches, dude? Like, oh, yeah, you got a lot maybe going it's in a different on spot. There. Yeah, there's there's always people like Brand, Brandon, my my roommate. He he sits over here, and uh, 
I don't know. He he said that he was asleep during the during the whole deal yesterday. So I don't know. Sometimes he's around. Sometimes he's not. Is that your living room or a bonus room or what is that? Yeah, it's like this. Is like my upstairs area. My my bedroom's back there, and then uh, downstairs kitchen, everything. So this is kind of like our bonus room. This is where we where we live pretty much we got all the computers here so, you so Gary, you're on this you're on this really you're on this fancy rig timmy is on a 1985 gateway computer kicking y'all's ass timmy i heard you got offered two different simulator <laughs> rigs and you turned them down was that true uh, yeah 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 <laughs> uh first off i don't think i'd get them in my upstairs room my little bonus room i got and uh, i just didn't want to change anything heck i, I uh, finished top three at homestead i had an opportunity to get one for texas and I just didn't feel comfortable with it. You know, I, I just kind of wanted to stick to my roots and I kind of built a fan base around my small unit. So everybody kind of supported me for that. So <laughs> you can't, uh, Timmy, 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 we can't say that on this show. Do not ever say again. Timmy, don't ever, ever, ever say that again. First ever. of all, Garrett just told me where his bedroom is at. And now you just told me you have a small unit. <laughs> This conversation is going awry. Uh, Let's stick to eye racing. Going can, we, down real can, we, uh, can we edit that out? <laughs> Sorry, we lost our edit button for this Thank episode. goodness, your, thank goodness <laughs> your wife's a school teacher. Thank goodness. Oh, this man. is the ideal episode for her to come on. It's bad news. His wife's a school teacher. I oh, think she knows man. how to read a ruler. Shoot, this oh, is downhill That's not six Boy. inches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be X-rated now because hey, Timmy Hill I mean, took us out. You're about Garrett running an expensive setup. Oh, Garrett, that, I, got, look I, at that. I, I got the he's same exact a, rig that Timmy's got. got he's the, on a folding the same chair. same exact wheel. I'm on a rolling chair. <laughs> I got one screen. I thought you were on a high-dollar rig. There's no, a theme no, to no, this. No, no, oh, rig. Majeski, Timmy, Garrett, they all run on these rinky dink things and then you know they're running up front maybe that's the key they save the money and put into their cars <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, tires. So, so serious <laughs> question so I'll, I'll, I'll bs aside how many hours this past week did both of you guys spend getting ready for that race at bristol i thought he was gonna ask about timmy's unit <laughs> <laughs> i did considerably less than i did for texas and homestead just because after i won texas i was filled with interviews and things i wasn't prepared for so I didn't have near the practice, but typically I'll, I'll do, and Gary's probably the same way, um, probably four four hours a day. Um, and what that means is like a race. We wow. Do, Garrett and I, we do a lot of public races with other public people, uh, not necessarily cup drivers, but people who just use iRacing in general. And those races take about an hour each. So I'll do a couple of those a day. They take about an hour each, a little bit of practice, and it's easy to get to four hours. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Um, Homestead, I did a lot of testing because I am terrible at Homestead on iRacing. Somehow I got the pole. Still don't know how I pulled that off. But um, Texas, I did a little bit less just because that everything was so draft-based and you really couldn't do long runs like you could alone in Homestead to try to save your tires. And then this week, I really didn't do anything until – Really Thursday, I um, I kind of like Timmy. It, it's kind of been filled with media stuff and business stuff. Um, it's it's been kind of crazy getting back to business as usual. Doing, I mean, we're selling sponsors. We're selling e sponsors now, and uh, <laughs> it's just it's been pretty crazy the past couple weeks. But um, no, probably uh, probably did the the least amount of testing for this race. It probably showed though. So <laughs> unfortunately, it was our our worst finish. But um, no, it, it, that's the good thing about iRacing. You got a reset button. You got as many cars as you want. You got as many tires as you want. You can go and run as many laps as you want during the week. That's awesome. So a lot of the big teams aren't able to monetize this particular 
arena that we're in right now, this platform, right? So you guys being with the smaller cup teams, having some sponsorship opportunity. I mean, your cars on Sunday don't typically get a lot of TV time. Now your cars on Sunday with a million viewers are getting the majority of TV time. So so are these guys, these sponsors, are they coming to you? Or are these sponsors you already had at your cup deal in real life that you're bringing into esports? Like, how's that working for you guys? Uh, for me, is both. Yeah, we got people who are brand new and we've never talked to before come to us to say, hey, love to be on your car, love to have this opportunity, and which is really nice because typically we're doing all we can to find these guys. We, we got to pick the phone up, email, we're, we're begging to find these guys. So it's it's been a nice change of pace, but along with that, a lot of the, our existing sponsors are calling us up, say, hey, we'd love to do more races. And uh, so it's definitely been a nice change of pace. Great to have uh, television time and um, it's been a really a great blessing yeah yeah we're we're very similar in that in that sense we started kind of the, the first two weeks not really knowing what the scope of this deal was going to be so we just reached out there i reached out to a couple existing partners and said hey uh there's a big opportunity here not really sure how it's going to go and then after the first first race on fox sports one getting you know nine hundred thousand viewers then we kind of knew this was this was kind of going to be a big deal and then um now uh rickware racing's kind of taken the 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 helm and um they sold gunbroker.com they used to be a sponsor in the sport they're back in it they really liked what we're doing and um now it's transferred over into a real race and i'm going to get to run the brickyard 400 later this year uh hopefully once we get back yeah, going that's but, what i was gonna um, say i know timmy has timmy you got your truck team and stuff um are you like these relationships you feel like they're going to carry over to when we do go back racing you have you have you worked it into any contract deals where they they're going to do some races on your cup car some of your truck stuff anything yeah yeah we uh we got several sponsors that are looking to do more races on my truck team on our cup cars on xfinity cars uh really all three series so it's uh we're working on deals for multiple races full season sponsors the people are very interested in this um the only question mark we have is just when do we go back you know when when will we be back and that's the biggest hold up right now but we're getting close on a lot of things so i'm excited to eventually go back real racing it's um um it's going to be exciting. We're going to have a lot more opportunities than we ever had before. So, so this iRacing thing, it's obviously taken off. Do you see this thing, TJ, living in its own TV space once the Real Cup Xfinity and Truck races come back? Because obviously Friday through Sunday, there's not a lot of room for, for programming, right, around what we're doing. But during the week, could you see this becoming a thing? Uh, absolutely. I think it's they've already got their every two-week deal. Um, we're talking about them running our league. Uh, when this is all over, keeping the the deal that we started that first weekend, the replacements, we're ta- we're working on making that like a weekly thing after after this all, you know, we go back to the real racing. But I think you're going to see more and more of it. Um, the races have been so a lot of the races have been really good. The IndyCar stuff's been really good. Um, I think uh, I, I could definitely see it taking off. I've seen a lot of series, real series, start. Like the V8 Supercars has a series, IndyCar, NASCAR. There's a lot of real series. IMSA, they're all kind of following suit in it. So I could see it gaining traction and staying, you know, being more relevant now that people are into it. This opened the door to a a lot of people that didn't know anything about this. I've had to explain Twitch and iRacing, and I've had more people come to me like, hey, how do I join iRacing? How do I get on there? Um, Than I have, you know, in the last few weeks than I've had in a year, you know. So it's definitely... um, open the door to a lot of and i think people like it so and kids are seeing it getting more involved in it uh there's going to be a lot of kids asking for computers and steering wheels for christmas this year 
I could sure. see I could see it taking off a lot in the off season. You know, I don't know what the hell if we're going to have an off season this year, but I could see us, you know, running a damn two month eight race, you know, once a week schedule, you know, with Saturday nights or something like that. I could see that happening like really easily and having it on TV, you know, that block off an hour and, and edit it down maybe a little or just run shorter races. But I could see that coming about. You two guys are really good at it, obviously, right? Have guys that aren't good at it, like Jimmy Johnson, Clint Boyer, who obviously sucks at it. We saw him yesterday bounce off of everything. I think he even hit the pace car. Like, are guys like that, Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch, have they come to you guys and said – said, hey, uh, can can you help us get better? Can you go run some laps with us? Have you heard from any of those guys? Well, <laughs> I think <clears throat> most of us drivers are kind of hard-headed in the fact that we think we know it all. So it's hard to reach out and say, hey, how can I help? Um, I did get the chance to talk to Clint uh, last week uh, inadvertently. We got communicating about his setup. And uh, there's a few things at, at uh, the first race that we did was Homestead. And there's a big clip of Clint Boer just piling into this wreck, like, act like he never slowed down for the wreck. And I, kinda, I got right. onto his, <laughs> I got on his rig, and he had like a uh, anti-lock brake system on there. So if he were to jump on the brakes hard for a wreck, it just wouldn't slow down near quick enough. So I was like, man, you gotta get that thing off there. So hopefully now he won't pile in the wrecks. A couple adjustments I made on his deal. So I think he's looking better. But um, it's been neat to kind of talk to some he of these guys. He's looking no better. He's definitely not looking better. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you to say, huh? Hey, Garrett. Had Clint Heatrick. Had Clint's heat race go yesterday, Garrett? Uh, wasn't good. Wasn't good at all. <laughs> Brett, Brett didn't see it, and he asked me how it went. I said, "Oh, he wrecked." I said, "He got in a wreck, and then he wrecked every car that tried to pass him on the way by as they lapped him." Yeah. So <laughs> I will say this to help Brett out a little bit on this too: is some of them guys that I mentioned that were in there with Jimmy. A lot of these guys that have teams um, bring their drivers in there. Like Denny had his guy, one of his guys in there helping him. Um, a couple of them people in there with Jimmy were people from what? That's, that's the VRS group, right? That, uh, uh, yeah, VR, with, with Ray, Ray and all that. VRS yeah. is a group of guys, is a group that they have a driving school online. So, and obviously Jimmy's been working with them and they've been giving him tips and tricks and stuff like that. Um, so he's got people in there that are coaching him during the race and they can log in there as his spotter and crew chief and help them out. And a lot of these guys going down that list, um, Timmy, you had a few guys in there with you, uh, but you got, you know, you got people in there watching and helping and, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of, uh, sim professional help. Yeah. What kind of adjustments these guys talk about a lot. I've, I mean, obviously me and Brad don't know nothing about this, but I heard, um, you know, guys just talking about like changing the, where they're sitting and, you know, I that's not where they're actually sitting, but I guess their view of where they're sitting in the car or, or some of the adjustments you can make to like the display, I guess that helps you out. Hang on yeah. a second. Brett, your boy Elliot right now is running laps at Myrtle beach in a street stop. <laughs> Myrtle beach speedway. It's probably his boy Wyatt. It's right probably now. Wyatt. Maybe. But I don't know. He's pretty good. Wyatt's better than Brett. Oh, so he's in the street stop. Look at that. Look at him. Is, that's awesome. Is he is he gonna run with us tomorrow? No. I don't know. Uh, Elliot. I mean he is <laughs> he's too Elliot, well, Elliot wants good. to get into it. So he he got a rig. William Byron got him hooked up with a rig a few days ago, and he's been running. So he wants to get in it with you guys. He's he's doing good right there. Heck yeah. Y'all won't be able to understand a thing he says on that group chat. Yeah. Y'all be like, what? What do he say? Well, unless, unless it, it out. He'll be, he won't be racing if, if he loses current. So obviously this is an iRacing thing with Fox, right? NASCAR is not 
deeply involved or they weren't originally they probably are becoming more involved because so many owners and so many sponsors and even drivers were wanting to be a part of the, the broadcast right how much have you guys actually heard from nascar are they helping you promote are they doing interviews because obviously this is a huge opportunity for both your brands right now yeah um <clears throat> really no I, I the people who we hear from at least for me personally i hear from iRacing. okay you know, I, I, i've uh, enjoyed working with iRacing over a long years, uh, many years, really. Uh, we, we put on some different pro invitationals in years past that they invited us to. I really haven't heard from NASCAR at all on this. You know, after I won Texas, you know, some of NASCAR's uh, media reached out to me about doing some interviews, stuff like that. And that's been a big help. He's really, I would love to get my brand out there, Timmy Hill and Gary Smithley, the same way. You know, I, I would love to be in more communication uh, with them. But no, really, it's been iRacing. You know, they, they've really take, taken this uh, by the horns and they really steered this and really helped me out personally yeah there, there's there's been a couple people from my racing reach out um like timmy said just for some media stuff i'm doing some stuff tomorrow with some instagram live and and some some different media people that's going through nascar um i think i think what they're doing is they're doing a really good job so this, this all started kind of got announced uh by ben kennedy on um on a, a tuesday night one of the the pro nights and then um and then i got one email from him just kind of talking about you know everything that was being put into place it was before homestead and then I think I think NASCAR is just kind of going through iRacing because iRacing has a really good line of communication with all the drivers now. I think they've, over the past couple of weeks, kind of figured that out. So there's some messaging that they've kind of talked to us about and, um, you know, just to kind of promote it correctly. Um, but I think all in all, they've they've all done a really, really good job. They it It's completely lost in this whole situation how fast this whole thing came together yeah. and how fast the network came on board, how fast NASCAR and iRacing got together to, to put this on. I think I... I, I talked to Tyler Hudson, one of the guys that works at iRacing. I think there's like four or five guys behind the scenes that, that are putting all these these races together, all the practice sessions, all the practice races, making sure that everything's ready for us. So when we get to Sunday, when we get to TV, we don't have any issues. And I think they've done a really, really good job capitalizing on that. I got two more questions. Number one, do we know when the next race is? And number two, will you guys wear your fire suits for crying out loud on Sunday? You're in the marketing <laughs> business. You're in the branding business. You got to suit up. <laughs> oh, man, I start sweating while I'm not racing. Um, I think th- there there's talks about possibly running on Easter weekend, but at the same sense, we're having a debate right now if we should just keep with the cup schedule. We're going to take Easter off. So there, there it's, it can go 50-50 whether we race Easter weekend or we don't. Um, I think we're leaning towards no, but there's possibility. So I think it'll be the following weekend to that. We'll just keep following the uh, normal cup schedule. I, I don't have a fire suit with my current brand. <laughs> so I, I, I got team t-shirt. I got one most of Elliot's old ones you can wear. Listen, most of Garrett's fire suits are extremely too tight. Just so. <laughs> extremely too tight. So yeah, I can't say nothing. All my clothes are tight these days. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what are you uh, out of here? So the guys that are racing, obviously Steve Myers, Tyler, a um, couple of behind the scenes guys, Otto. I don't know if you guys know him or not. Um, Kevin Bobbitt and um, Cupcake, we call him Kevin Iannarelli. They do a lot of work for this series. They do a lot of the majority of the stuff. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a lot on them that they were had no idea was going to happen this quick or even expected or experienced. So um, I think they're doing a good job and um, keep it up. You know, it's been fun. It's been open the door to a, a whole new world here. So um, it, it's enjoyable. Uh, hopefully you guys are. What do you think they could do better during the races? 
Um, it's tough because obviously like Bristol was a tough racetrack for us to go to. So that show wasn't quite as good as Texas was, or maybe even Homestead. Um, but that was almost to be expected. Same thing in real life. When we go to Bristol, typically a lot more carnage and wrecks and stuff happening. that You normally don't see anywhere else. Um, I would, I guess for me, I would, I really want to see the other drivers. And I've seen, like I said, Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, these guys are really putting in the time and effort. Some of these guys I wish would follow suit and do more practice and testing. And I think that would ultimately put on a better show. And for these guys, we're in a time slot for television. So you see some wrecks and we don't throw cautions for them. And it's, it's a fine line because we, we can't throw yellows for every single incident on track. And uh, you don't want to see what happened this weekend with Brad Keselowski sitting turn, off turn four and having cars pile into him. But that's the only thing that could, could get better, but it's a fine line, really. Yeah, I, I, I wish that um, – and, and iRacing has done a good job of, of putting together some of these practice races. I think the biggest thing is trying to get everybody together before Sunday. And I know that's difficult. Everybody's still got their own lives. Everybody's got their families and everything and, and you know, still trying to enjoy that part. Um, but I, I wish that we, we could get a bigger group together before Sunday to kind of have that test. Um, I, I think like Timmy said, I think some of the, some of the guys have done a really good job of, of taking what they had and um, kind of, kind of building on, on what their talents are in real life and then kind of putting it to iRacing because it is a different skill set. I mean, it's, you're, you're doing the same actions, but there's different nuances in iRacing that you kind of have to deal with that you don't have to deal with in real life. The next time in real life, when you're running third and you catch the guy running second and you're on fresh tires, you have to follow William Byron. Your spotter's got to be in your head, even though you don't have one, saying, go, go, go. You can't wait. You were riding yeah. around protecting the top. Garrett, you were driving me nuts. I was screaming at the TV. <laughs> yeah. He did it He did it twice. He followed Bowman the first time, and then let, that's how William got around Timmy here, went, right? Timmy would have went for it. You got to go for and, it. And then, oh, we saw Timmy go for it. Larson told us all about that. <laughs> Brett was mad you spun the wrong Kyle out. Yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted you to wreck Kyle Bush in that heat race. And I was, here comes Kyle. I'm like, wreck it, wreck it. <laughs> how cool would it be to see Timmy Hill wreck Kyle Bush? Oh, I don't know if people love me or hate me. <laughs> well, they love you. Oh, they'll all love you. Brett, we <laughs> have the only one, man. We have a race tomorrow night, Brett, for our deal, the replacement deal, and your favorite track, Myrtle Beach. So, um, Myrtle Beach? Myrtle Beach Street Stocks. Is so this thing on be, TV yet, or is it just being streamed? It's going to be It's going to be streamed. It won't be on TV. Um, but I've been – I'm sure Garrett's seen it. He's in there. I've been putting – I put races up and practices up, like, all day with the setup in there. So guys can get on there at any point of the day. And I usually have it set for a race around 9.30, just a 50 lap or something quick so they can go down there and get a little track time and rate, do a quick race. I've been putting that up for two weeks now, so hopefully tomorrow night's a good race. Gary, and, uh, I, can't, guys, hey. I, can't, I can't gamble on racing because of this new law, but I think I can do what Kevin Harvey did. I can put a bounty on TJ. So if you beat TJ <laughs> in this race, I don't care where he runs. I don't care if you flip him hey, in the stands. We, I'll, we pay, I'll practice, pay you 20 bucks. We did a practice good race last week, and, and I, I smoked you a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, smoked him. Didn't I get wrecked catching you? TJ's got amnesia. I, I think I have that replay saved. So I will show you. I think I started like almost 20th, and you were running second, and I ran you Post, down. Post it up, man, because so. I got in there. I didn't do a single <laughs> practice lap. I didn't get to qualify. I did my heat race, transferred in. I think you had to run the last chance race. And uh, I finished third. I 
But you also <laughs> don't tell me you don't have any practice because I'm going to go look here and look up your stats and we'll tell you how many races <laughs> you have. I don't care. Twenty dollar bounty on this guy tomorrow, Garrett. Twenty. $20. That's it, Timmy. Timmy, are you in this race too? I can be. Should I get invited? <laughs> yes. Now I got $20 on both of you to go kick his ass. I control the invite. So, Timmy, just check check Wednesday for your invite. Um, you know, uh, we do have uh, Chris Rice in there now, um, which is going to be interesting. Uh, Chris was on our show not too long ago. Um, but we also, uh, we also have um, Leaf Filter now sponsoring our series. So... That's going to help the uh, broadcast stuff. That helps push that along because the, there is people working on this stuff as jobs, so that helps make that possible. Um, That's the thing so for on. you guys to realize, and, and, and I know it's already realized, but there are a lot of sponsors that spend a lot of money to be in our sport. And right now with the lights off, there's no opportunities except for what you guys are doing. So thanks for what you're putting in. Thanks for the time you're putting in. Timmy, I swear I called you John Travolta on one of the one of the uh, – one of the broadcasts that Freddie and I did. Um, I want you to do the staying alive move the next time you win in Victory Lane. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make t-shirts. Our next t-shirt though we're gonna propose is virtual TJ sucks after the Jimmy Johnson comment. No kidding. Yeah, Jimmy's probably already got one. So Garrett, if you have, if you win one, as you cross the start finish line, you need to go ahead and follow the rest way out of your chair. Okay. Just, <laughs> just go down. Just just all the way out. <laughs> then just get up and start celebrating. I mean, you can hey, come up stand. holding a twenty dollar bill. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. That's don't, all right. Don't stand on your chair because it doesn't look like it sits very still. All <laughs> so right, so I got a bounty. To get this twenty dollars, do I have to win the race or just beat TJ? You just have to beat TJ. All right. Or wreck him. Done. If you wreck him or beat him, you get twenty bucks. Both of you. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. You win. I got Garrett, forty I bucks. <laughs> and if I, and if, I win, if I win the race, Brett has to pay me a hundred. I'm not paying you anything. I'm not even paying you attention. <laughs> well, you already are. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll see if there's a race this weekend. But um, where would it be if it's not this weekend? Where's the next race? What's after like Bristol? Rich- Richmond. Richmond. Right? Oh, that'll that, be sh- good. that should be a good one, right? That should be a lot better than Bristol, right? Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, I, be, I would think some so. guys getting turned it's into It's gonna be water. hard to be worse than Bristol. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, awesome. It'll... Thank you, guys. Appreciate you coming on. Happy quarantining. Stay safe. Thank, Thank you. you. Virtual, virtual hugs. Virtual bro hugs. What is OfferPad? Well, put simply, we're your online home buyer. OfferPad is the modern home selling solution with a personalized human touch that lets you skip all the traditional headaches. We buy your home from you so you can move forward the moment you're ready. We've had the pleasure of helping thousands of happy home sellers, and we'd love to help you. Getting started is easy. Go to OfferPad.com, enter basic information about your home, and the next day, we'll send you a great offer. It's free, and there's no obligation. Why is OfferPad the better way? Because we give you what traditional selling can't certainty and control selling to offer pad means no showings you pick your closing day and we'll even move you locally for free we have a 94 percent satisfaction score and a a plus bbb rating for a reason it truly is a better way so start thinking about where you want to live next get excited about making that move with OfferPad, you're sold go to offerpad.com and request your free purchase offer today OfferPad, move freely Spot on, spot off. 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 Spot off.
First topic, the next gen card delayed until 2022. How about Brett? Spot off. How in the world did, did we announce this and then turn around the next week and de-announce it? We announced that we were going to come and do the Gen 7 car halfway through 2021. Common sense prevailed. People realized that you can't change cars halfway through a season. So they had to come out and announce that we're not doing it in 2021. We're going to wait to 2022. So honestly, spot on on the decision. But man, somebody in the PR department screwed up on the front side of this thing. Yeah, spot on for, I mean, it, it's clear now. I mean, we've known this for years, but they're obviously listening to the show because we talked them right into this last week. Um, but yeah, I mean, spot on, like Brett said, like, what was the, what happened here? Like, did, did we roll this idea out in 2021 without talking to manufacturers and teams and, and then all of us? Because like immediately that day when they announced this, like there was press releases from Toyota, like, we're against this. Like we want to, you know, we want to, why not push it back to 2022? So, I mean, obviously it's the right decision. You, they can't work on the car right now. We can't test the car right now. So you don't want to roll something out half-assed in 2021 or the middle of 2021. So spot on for the right decision, but spot off for the way it was made. I'm spot on because that's probably the best decision to make now. We can't, this car doesn't need to be rushed. And uh, honestly, this is probably just, this might benefit, um, this might benefit a lot of things. Um, you know, we're obviously going to have this car next year again. We're still going to need fabricators. This is probably, um, you know, a lot of people, uh, it's probably good for a lot of people. Um, and it, you know, I, honestly, it's just a little more time for them to get the next gen car ready and maybe fine tune it a little bit more and get a little bit more track time and stuff. And maybe, you know, in the year after we won't have to run, we'll run the next gen car at, uh, the whole season, you know, everything. We won't have to do that first race with another car or something like that. Maybe, maybe this is enough time to test it enough and get ready enough for, um, you know, starting off the, uh, I don't know what we'll do for, um, what's that race at the beginning of the year? Um, Clash. Yeah. We don't, we can do that, uh, you know, in a different way or something, but this, uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's good all the way around and I don't think, uh, you know, I know you don't like the timeline of the decision making on it, but you know, with everything, with all the unknowns with this virus, this is all new to all of us. So, with all the unknowns, I think um, not reacting to that right away was was an okay call. There's so many other things that are there's so many moving pieces right now as far as schedules and when we're going to be able to go back. If you stuff, don't so. see this, if you don't see this as a PR blunder, TJ, you're completely naive. You announce something and then a week later you don't announce it. Like it has nothing to do with was it the I right mean, call? I, was it the right call to delay it a year? Absolutely. But was this a I PR blunder? A hundred percent. I might have waited to make an announcement on it in general. But I don't know what I don't know what kind of meetings were going on behind the behind closed doors and stuff. But um, it's definitely definitely good all the way around to, to delay this and, and get it right when you do it. We don't know when they're going to get to test. We don't know when they're going to get to develop it because let's let's look at the reality of where we're living right now. When we go back racing, we're potentially running eleven races in thirty-seven or forty days. There's not going to be time for people that need to be on this thing, massage this thing, to test this thing, the engineering around it. There's not going to be time for that, even if we go back Memorial Day, right? So now, if we talk about that getting pushed further because of this stupid virus, then there's even less time. So, one hundred percent, the right call to wait. Uh, but get your shit together before you go public with it. You always have something negative to say, don't you? 
Yeah. Next topic, a leaked unofficial schedule has racing returning at the 600 and includes four Wednesday night cup races, plus uh, Texas on June 7th weekend with IndyCar, Martinsville, Richmond, Kentucky homestead on Wednesday nights in July, Talladega and Bristol on previous Olympic off weekends, and Michigan and Dover doubleheaders in August. Freddie. Spot on, spot on. Uh, spot on. I mean, whatever it takes to get them all in. Um, this this deal here, uh, nobody knows what the hell's going on with this. Um, obviously, that was a tentative schedule they released probably last week, and I'm sure they've got a whole another one this week because it's it's just changing every minute. You know, what I mean, nobody knows. Trump went on, you know, this meeting with all these sports figures, um, you know, the the officials, and said he hopes to have fans back by August and September. Hopes. Not like we're going to have them back, but, you know, so obviously if we're going back anytime soon, it's going to be without fans, which sucks. Um, I don't I don't see any way we're back by Memorial Day, unfortunately. I think we're probably looking at later in June, probably early July. And I hate I hate that. It's like a pessimistic attitude towards it. But, you know, it's just it's just nobody knows what the hell's going on. And it, it, you can't make a plan. I mean, obviously, the plan they have with those races, it's a good it's a good way to test the midweek races out. Um People ask about Xfinity and truck. I would assume the one the Wednesday night races, they'll the truck will run the day before. I think you'll see a lot of one day shows when we go back. Just you know, probably no practice or turning the qualifying sessions into a practice. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going to change. Um, but obviously, spot on for we we have to get all the races in somehow, some way. And I, I just I just don't. I, I'm more and more pessimistic by the day, unfortunately. Brent. Uh, go ahead. Or go TJ. ahead, TJ. No, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's good to have. I think it's good to have uh, a schedule right now, tentative schedule. I mean, I don't know if they. Re- I don't think they officially released anything, but I think it's good to have it on. You know, penciled in already, and if it gets pushed back a little bit, they probably got some ideas on what they can do to push them races in there. But I do agree that I'm glad they're trying to get all the races in. Um, every track deserves the races they were supposed to have. And, and uh, you know, we're all – if we don't go to some of these tracks, you're changing, you're changing the whole outlook of everything. I mean, some of these guys – every driver has strengths at different tracks and the car – you know, different cars and stuff. So if you take out some, um, some mile-and-a-half stuff, you know, that's going to hurt some people. You, you know, you, you take out a short track, that's really going to hurt some of the guys as well because some of these guys are really good at short tracks – and you never really know. Um, I don't know. I think it's. I think it's just great. They're trying to get all the races in, and and uh, I'm sure. Um, you know, I, honestly, I thought that schedule looked pretty good when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's going to be interesting. I, I kind of looked. For, I was kind of looking forward to it, getting some Wednesday night shows in and some one day deals. It's going to be different, but I think it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I am uh, totally spot on on the schedule that came out. I hear that there's three or four versions floating around. NASCAR's meeting three times a week uh, to discuss the current status to Freddie's point. I think on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays when they meet or whatever those days are, probably by Monday when they get back in their office, things have uh, things have obviously changed. Um, to me, 
the schedule has not been officially released. This was a leak. Um, we got our hands on it a couple days before the media did, and it makes a lot of sense. You know, logistically, it makes a lot of sense. Those guys' backs are up against the wall. Here's the good news, though: NASCAR wants to go racing. NASCAR wants to go to all these tracks. They want to run every single event, and we need to. We need to for TV money. I mean, that TV money is a big deal for the sanctioning body. It's a big deal for racetracks. It's a big deal for owners. Um, and look, the lights are off. Uh, the the stimulus has been put out there for small businesses, for businesses with less than 500 people. It goes for 10 weeks. And at the end of 10 weeks, you know, a lot of guys are going to be looking around going, hey, are we still going to get paid? And, uh, and I think there's a lot of Americans right now that don't know if they're going to get paid. And we, we as an industry are, are certainly in that boat. I wish we could go build a freaking racetrack around the Lowe's right here on 150 in Mooresville because there's 500 people there. So if those people can go hang out there, we could run circles around them while they're there. That'd be awesome. Since That must be a no quarantine zone up there. <laughs> I mean, think about the financial hit too. these tracks. They rely, places like Bristol rely on, on their, those race weekends for people to spend money while they're there. I mean, we've talked about hotel prices being so high. We've talked about, you know, places that are key landmarks for fans to go to and fans make weekends out of it. So with, with us not being in those markets, I'd imagine it's definitely a struggle for them. So I, I know NASCAR is taking that into account, too, and hopefully we'll get back sooner rather than later. I mean, yeah, to, to your point, like you look at Martinsville, Virginia, that's a, that's a poor county. And when NASCAR comes to town, we bring in millions of dollars of travel from fans and from our own industry, right? Um, just looked at uh, the Courtyard Bristol. It's $94 tonight, Casey, if you want to stay at the uh, Courtyard Marriott Bristol. Like it, uh, to your point, though, man, it's just there, there's a lot of big markets we go to. Look, like Indy, like Vegas, um, that certainly do well without us there. But even those markets, they end up on the millions of people – uh, millions, millions of dollars we bring in and, uh, and 100,000 people a lot of times, you know. Fair. Next topic, NASCAR revised the rulebook stating industry members can't bet on e-NASCAR races. Spot on, spot off. TJ? Um, I don't know. It's not like we're not like they're working on the race cars, um, but I get it. You know, if you're in the industry, um, you, you have inside info and um, I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. I'm uh, spot on, I guess. I know the others probably aren't going to like it, but. It's Freddie's fault. He talked about it all week last week on the show. Spot off. Brett wouldn't even take my bet yesterday. Scared now. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, it's a video game. What the hell? Like, they, everybody got the same. I knew William Byron was going to win just like anybody else that watched Twitter. This, I mean, Twitch knew he was going to win this week. I mean, Jesus. What the hell inside information could we get? It's a video game. I'm not surprised by it. Um, I mean, we, you know, last week on our show, William Byron said that his buddies were, were saying, hey, you cost me 300 bucks because you got Timmy Hill moved you. Um, the thing is, we're all so bored. We just want to want to do something, you know, and, and bet money on things is fun. I love bet money on horse racing and blackjack and uh, football and baseball. Man, I go to Vegas. I'm in the sports book all day, so. Um, just if you're a fan and you have an opportunity to bet, enjoy it because now we can't, which we weren't betting on anyway. Uh, because to Freddie's point, it is a video game. Who bets on video games? Get a life. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Oh, all right. Spot on, spot off. Kyle Larson and Daniel Suarez wreck in the iRacing Bristol race, and Suarez said he would kick Larson's ass if it was real life. Brett, this has you all over it. 
can you believe this guy? Can you believe that Daniel Suarez is telling Kyle Larson he would kick his ass if this was real life? Well, let me tell you something about real life. You'll never see Kyle Larson on a racetrack again. You've gone from immaculate, superior equipment at Joe Gibbs Racing, then Stuart Haas Racing, and now you're running for a company that probably has 10 employees. So don't worry. The only place you're ever going to see Kyle Larson again is on a video game. When did this guy decide he was a badass? Like, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, he was fine a couple years ago, and now all of a sudden, he, every time he gets into altercation, he's, he tweets about it and says he's going to kick the guy's ass, you know? I mean, probably I mean, the time he dropped the biggest driver in the field. <laughs> and then Drew Blickensdurfer dropped him on the hood of a car. Like, what? I mean, Just he's saying. a... I know, but... <laughs> You're not that, I mean, like I Jesus Christ, I don't even know what I want to say here. Like, just shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, uh, Is there a record for getting kicked out of the same, like, the, the race two weeks in a row? Because, I mean, it's got to be some kind of record. I'm waiting on somebody to come through that door behind you. Come on. <laughs> you better uh, bring yeah. some friends if you come to my house. Don't come by yourself. Uh, well. You know, uh. Yeah, I don't really. Apparently, video games can make you pretty mad, though, because we got guys threatening each other. We got guys wrecking each other. We got Clint losing his mind, Bubba Bubba rage quitting, Daniel rage wrecking, Larson rage wrecking. I mean, we <laughs> where's the next race? I can't wait. <laughs> did he? I didn't. Somebody's talked about this somewhere on Twitter. Or the did he blame a wreck on his dog? Who's was that? It, did he say Suarez? No, Alex. Oh, Alex said that. All right. I uh, thought somebody no, said that last then, night. Daniel did did said the same thing the week he he made a joke about it with his dog as well a little bit later, but uh, gotcha. yeah I mean apparently um maybe we can uh, maybe there's a good like wrestling game or something that these guys all got to log into after they're done racing and they got to have some fights or something. Uh, you should put them in those maybe there's a UFC game. You ever seen them bubbles that they got? Like I think it's at uh, California yeah. where the, the big yeah. put them in those things a little bit of each other and just hey. run into like they're safe they're, they're social distance they can't get to each other just let them crash or the big sumo suits do something like that if you and Brett run full steam at each other in those bubbles what happens you'll never see us again <laughs> we run there long enough we get skinny here's the thing about Daniel Daniel came into the sport with a 20 million dollar sponsor and he came into the sport with the richest man in the world behind him Carlos Slim and when you come in if you're going to act like a badass, that's probably when you should have been doing it. Now is not the time to be threatening all these people saying you're going to kick their ass, kick their ass. TJ, he didn't drop Michael McDowell. Those two run together. They slid off each other. And one of them failed. Like, that was not a dropping him. And in a minute that happened, Blickensturfer threw his ass on the hood like a rag doll. That, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this. You won't, you, you won't see a guy from Pageland tweeted another guy from Pageland about it. This is real life. Kick your ass. They'll come knock your door down and kick your ass. Like, uh, these, I, these guys these guys got to stop acting so tough. These keyboard warriors. Come on. You know, I'm right? not, I feel like this, this is like a this is have internet. <laughs> no, nah, we don't. I, I feel <laughs> like this is just a sad attempt to, like, stay relevant. You know what I mean? Like, I think this, the window's closing for this guy. And like you said, I'm probably a little bit bitter to this guy because, like, he kind of, when he came in, he kind of took Bubba's seat at Gibbs. He, you know, Bubba was kind of, had a gridier in truck and, and was in place to maybe get a, a Xfinity ride at Gibbs. And Daniel showed up with all this money, and it kind of put Bubba into a part-time deal where that's when we went to Roush. So I've kind of had a chip on my shoulder about Daniel for a while, but he's a nice guy. I've met him, and... And just the last year or so, it seems like he's done nothing but throw people under the bus on his team or call people out on Twitter. Like, it, just, like, get over it. Like, 
try to get out there, race, do the best you can, and, and it is what it is. Like, just shut up. God. Uh, apparently, he's not coming to your couch for Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> Clearly. Jeez. We're going to be racing at Thanksgiving, I think. Good. Yeah, I'm racing at Thanksgiving be. every year. Yeah, to the... Never mind. <laughs> we, we might be racing all the way through Cameron. Christmas. <laughs> I, I can see us. I can see us racing. Honestly, like right now, in an ideal world, we finish on November eighth or whatever the schedule said, right? But I can see us going into December if that's what we have to do. That's what we will do. I mean, I, I can tell you that's what I want to do. Yeah, well, I can see us running all the way to the week before Christmas if we had to. Yeah. I mean, we're down there in Phoenix. Like, it's. It'll be, it'll, it'll be I mean, cold. let's face it. If we're going to run the same car next year, which we obviously are now, the Gen Six then we could race all the way through January if we had to. Like, it, it, we don't have to have the – our season doesn't have to match the calendar year, right? We don't start the next season until February. Guess what? We change that too if we have to. So uh, be patient. I mean, Fingers crossed. Let's we got to be aware of the weather at some of these places because I really don't want to go no. to Martinsville in December. <laughs> you pansy ass. Have you ever watched a Green Bay football game on the frozen tundra? Have you ever yeah. watched a play in New York and Boston? Get you some toe warmers for them little tickly toes of yours and get God. You, you and Daniel Suarez, what's y'all room together? Listen, <laughs> I grew up around a lot of snow, and I know you, Pageland's probably never had snow. And once you get cold, it takes a while to get the feeling back in your toes and your fingertips. So, and uh, I know I go racing. I go racing every December. You'll be fine. This, this, yeah, in Florida. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> okay, where are we racing? Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix is fine. I ain't got a problem with Phoenix. Texas? What else? What else? What else you got? I, the coldest we've probably <laughs> ever been was Texas in that truck race. Or uh, that I car. don't know. I, a couple of them Martinsville races, I was miserable. Yeah, because it gets like forty mile an hour winds. Yeah. If it was snowing again in your face like it was at Bristol two years ago, right now would you be about it? Probably, but at least you'd be racing it, not sitting on that couch. I would be. Uh, I'd be racing at Bristol. I thought that was pretty fun, actually. But to race. Let's go. Everybody else is working. I mean, here, think about it. If you're a bartender, if you're a barber, if you're a beautician, if you're working our industry, you're totally screwed. If you drop French fries, you can go work and sneeze all over everybody. If we're going to quarantine this country, quarantine the whole damn country. The only thing that should be open right now is a freaking hospital. You shouldn't be able to walk inside of a gas station. But you can. You can go in there and get a Monster Energy because that's an essential item. You can go in there and get a honey bun because that's an essential item. We do, If we're going to quarantine this country, quarantine the damn country. It's pissing me off. Could you imagine how much you'd be if you was actually quarantined? Yeah, seriously. You all people couldn't sit <laughs> The only thing I've done is go to the grocery store. Man, you can't do that either. Yeah. Well, I don't have to. I got enough food to eat for two weeks. <laughs> All right, we need to stop because Brett is going to find something else to rant about. Let's hear more about our great partner, Filter Time. We want to tell you about FilterTime.com, a nail filter subscription service co-owned by Dale Hart Jr. and Blake Cook. I'm a customer, and you should be too. Man, FilterTime.com sends you the exact filters you need. I've got a house with multiple sizes. It's a pain to try to go shop for them. Go onto their website, tell them what you need. Boom, shows up right at your front door. At the box of new filters at your door is your reminder to change them. Thank God for that, because when they show up here, it's the only time I ever think about it. When they show up and you change them, it doesn't get much easier. Shipping is always free. Same price as the store. No contracts or fees. You can pause or cancel at any time. If it's free, it's for me. Just enter how many filters you need, the filter sizes, and how often you want them shipped. 
Hey, make sure you let Filter Time know we sent you by going to filtertime.com slash DBC. If you don't need new filters yet, you can still sign up today and choose a later start date and you won't be billed or shipped until that date. A dirty air filter is the number one reason for HVAC service calls and failures, making it important to check your filters and Filter Time makes that easy. The majority of Americans call that HVAC, but changing your filters on time can also save you 15% off your monthly heating and air, and air cooling cost. Filter Time has the best customer service out there, and just like us, they only have five-star reviews on Google and Facebook. Another great perk, these filters are made right here in North Carolina. Our race car driver buddies, Blake and Dale, run an impressive business. We're customers you should be, too. Check air filters off your to-do list for good at filtertime.com backslash DBC. into Xfinity Fastlane where I'll give these guys six questions and they have 10 seconds to respond to each. Let's see if they can answer these questions as fast as Xfinity Internet. Question number one, since the spotter and crew chief role can be the same on iRacing, which current cup spotter would be best at best performing both roles in real life? Freddie. Uh, it's an easy answer. There's one guy out there who thinks he can do everybody's job better than them. Brett. Um, <laughs> uh, no, honestly, I would say Coleman Preston. Brett? I can't crew chief a damn thing. I could call you the think race. You can. I could call the race, but I can't tell you how to fix the car. <laughs> I would go with Earl Barbin. Earl was a car chief. Uh, he's done a lot of things, a lot of jobs in the sport, and, and I would go with a guy like Earl. Well, first of all, crew chiefs don't work on the cars, so that wouldn't matter. Um, and I don't know if I'd want Earl calling a race strategy for me at all. Oh, pit. He'd be walking up and down pit road. Pit, boss. But Coleman, you're, it's a good call on Coleman. He's pretty smart. Should Fox hold an iRacing race on Easter Sunday? TJ. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're not like we're going to be able to social gather anywhere, so we got to have something to watch. Maybe we should run a road course or something to let these guys battle it out there. Ready? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, worst case, run Saturday night, run a, or maybe a race we've already done, Daytona maybe, let these guys rip. Uh, they do that or take a track that we don't run at, you know, so any car track, a Formula One track, something that we don't ever race at. Supercross will be fun. Brett. No, 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 no. We don't need to run a race this weekend. We need these guys to take a weekend off, cool their tempers. It's Easter weekend. We need them to be worried about Jesus and not be worried about fussing and fighting and feuding with each other. Take a weekend off. They don't need to spend all week getting ready to play a video game for Easter Sunday. Be with we're your families. In, we are in quarantine. We need to take a weekend off, honestly. We are in. We're already on the weekend off. It's quarantine. <laughs> Question number three, since we would have raced at Bristol this past Sunday, who would you say is the best short track racer in the Cup Series today? TJ. Uh, Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, Logano, Clint. That's good. There's only five of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kevin Harvick's probably one of the you best. Forgot Blaney. You, you forgot to say Blaney. Blaney's going to get too. Matt yeah. Benedetto, throw him in there. <laughs> Where's the dinner? Because you guys are completely I know, breaking the rules here. Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch. Denny Hamlin. Pardon. Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin. Kyle Busch learned from Denny Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> After Brett quote tweeted the video of Michael Waltrip wrecking on the last lap of the 2004 Xfinity race at Daytona that he spotted for, 
What's the most heartbreaking loss you've experienced in your spotting career? Freddie. Um, all of them. The last modified race at Martinsville, we're leading five to go, and I don't know, fuel pickup problem. We broke, leading, checked out, gone. Gonna win another clock. TJ? I think anytime you go to Daytona, you run the Daytona 500, you run the whole race, and then there's a wreck near the end, and you get caught up in it, it's really, uh, that, that whole build up for that race, just a big damper on the weekend. It's just really hard to get over that. Right. That's such a great example, very specific. I'll go with a 2009 Daytona 500. Elliott led the last 17 laps of the Daytona 500, of which it was raining like 10 of them. We lost the lead going into one to Matt Kenseth, and going down the back stretch, they threw the <laughs> caution, and we finished third. Heartbreaker. Should have blocked. We tried. Our <laughs> dumbass teammate, A.J. Amadinger, pushed him by. All right, ding, ding, ding. Not extremely fast here. Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson may play each other on a one-on-one -on -one coronavirus relief golf match. If NASCAR were to host a one-on-one -on -one race, which two drivers would make it the most competitive? Brett. <laughs> Brett hands down, <laughs> hands down, Clinton Bubba. Right now, there's no two bigger guys. You have to have personalities. Those two guys, listen, we're on a group thread yesterday, and, and so uh, I think it was Bubba who started it. Bubba texted me, Clint and Freddie, and he said, hey, Brett, maybe you want a spot next week for Clint. I'll pay you to do it. And Freddie had some smart-ass comment. Those two guys right now would be the best one-on-one -on -one for sure. Oh, yeah? Well, I think we should extend yeah. Brett's time here, and why don't you elaborate on that a little bit? <laughs> I'd like to hear Clint's responses. <laughs> maybe that's in our BS section. Um, I think Brad and Kyle would be the best, like, hate each other, competitive, probably end up hitting each other with a club, so that'd be fun. Oh, they're playing golf? I thought they were doing something racing. No, no they're racing. Golf. No, oh, it's they're a racing? Race. Oh, yeah. you said they're hitting each other with clubs. Well, <laughs> I thought we were golfing. They'll hit each other with cars. They'll be fine. Same thing. <laughs> TJ. Um, I mean, there's some good rivalries. I think uh, I think Brad and uh, Kyle, Joey and Kyle, two really good ones. Joey everybody, and Brad. So how about everybody. if we do Joey and Brad together? Uh, yeah, and maybe Ryan too. Can we have a three three people in there? Uh, yeah, let's have a threesome with his Penske guys. I just think uh, you know the guys with you know the guys that have that are really hard racers and have you know short fuses, and those are most of them. Freddie, was that a uh, Miller Lite you just drank? <laughs> what was that, Freddie? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Freddie should just go make a drink behind him. It's, it's five o'clock somewhere. Jason, this is for you. <laughs> White Claw. Yeah, there's a white claw on there. That's the new AFC. That's the new AFC uh, East champs right there. Off the wall question: With numerous old sports games airing on TV, what's the first game that your favorite team played in that you would go back and watch? TJ. Uh, I'd go back and watch the Bills versus the Houston Oilers at the time and Warren Moon with the greatest comeback in NFL history. Before the Patriots beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl. That's the worst example Brett. that you could ever go back and watch. There's no... Oh, never mind, keep going. There were five, five years in a row at the end of the Steve Spurrier era where we beat Clemson by a lot of points. And uh, I would go back and watch all five years of those. Connor Shaw was undefeated. Boom. Hey, Jason, any guesses what I'm going to pick? You what? Uh, you got any guesses what I'm going to pick? Um, Islanders. 
No. How about the Giants beating the undefeated Patriots in Super Bowl 42? That was a pretty good day. I think I want money on that game. I don't think Jason I I was. Did. I don't think Jason was born yet. <laughs> 2008. He was six years old. It was his second Super Bowl. I remember watching. <laughs> Is that the one oh, that got caught about the ball behind his head? Yeah, on David, the field? David. David. David Tyree. Tyree. Yeah. Eli. Oh, I definitely want money on that game. I had the Giants plus three. I want yeah. a bunch of money on that game. Yeah. Good pick. It, it's so bad. What's the first Super Bowl that you remember? Me. Me. Any of you? That Jason said the pay, that was the second one that he remembers. Well, I remember the Bears Colts. That was the first one I watched. The first one I remember is probably the the nineteen ninety Giants Bills game, just because I remember being you know my dad oh, yeah. was a Giants fan. Ah, uh, probably eighty six, but I don't really remember that game. I don't remember. I think we played the Broncos, but I know that that Giants Bills game. I remember watching it, watching that damn field goal go wide right. Yeah, yeah, me too. Cried that <laughs> night. I uh, the first game that I remember watching Super Bowl wise or like that was uh, the nineteen eighty five Super Bowl. I remember going to my dad's race car shop and watching uh, Jim McMahon and Walter Payton and them guys play in that game. Didn't really care too much about it, but that weren't those guys. They, they did all their music videos and stuff, their videos and with the sunglasses and stuff. And yeah, um, that's where they gave it to the refrigerator in that game too. And he scored that touchdown, didn't he? The fridge. Yeah, I remember that, and um, that, that's probably one of the first ones that I remember. There you have it. That segment was Xfinity Fast, our great new sponsor of Xfinity Fast Lane. Xfinity is a huge supporter of NASCAR, not only with Xfinity Series, but in 2020, they became one of the four NASCAR Cup Series premier sponsors. It's great to see such a dedicated brand in our sport. After you listen to the rest of the show, go look into getting some Xfinity Internet and give them a follow on social media at Xfinity Racing for some behind-the-scenes racing coverage. Man, we got some great news here, Door Bumper Clear fans. There's a new line of Dirty Mo merchandise available now for you to buy and sport the Dirty Mo brand. That's right. Go to DirtyMoMedia.com, select the Dirty Mo Media gear tab, and when you check out, use code DBC10, DBC10, to get 10% off your order. Get your gear now. Did you get that tattoo that everybody got in the brand? When, when that Dirty Mo came out, there was this Dirty Mo posse, there's all this DMP. Like, did you get the tattoo? I did not. I uh, watched it. I could smell the skin burning, and I'm not. Doing How many it. guys do you think got that brand? Four or five. Yeah. Josh. Maybe. Did Josh Schneider get it? Yeah. The Josh is the worst one. Mitch Lash. Josh is the worst one because they did it once and they thought they didn't do it good enough, so they heated it back up. Oh, and they did branded it him twice. Right over the old one, and you could smell it, and it was the worst thing ever. So I didn't do it. Oh, I don't blame you. Not doing it. Ask DBC. Send in your questions 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag AskDBC. First question is from official team GM. What are your thoughts about Blue Emu's overreaction with Bubba during the iRacing Bristol race? Freddie, go for it. I think they should be kissing Bubba Wallace's ass right now because up until yesterday, nobody knew what the f- Blue Emu was. And I bet you there was two blue emus cars in the race yesterday. I bet you can only tell me where one of them finished today. <laughs> well, you said Jimmy. You said Jimmy wrecked the other one, or Clint Joe, wrecked he, the other one. Clint got him in the heat race. I don't know. Somebody else got him. He got wrecked again. But I mean, it's like I'm saying that you don't even where did he finish? I mean, they're talking about it, whatever. It's it's just a bad. Obviously, Bubba didn't look great quitting, but he wrecked his car. So where do you get more? Where do you get more value by running around? off the screen all day with your car wrecked or 
coming on Twitter, tweeting about it and causing a big commotion like he did now. Blue Emu was on there going nuts and and threw Bubba under the bus a little bit, but it is what it is. That's fine. If um, Blue Emu play, is it Emu or Emu? Emu, I don't know. He, it's M-E-M-U. I don't know. It looks like Emu to me. What the hell is a Blue Emu? Anyway, if Blue Emu deposited one red cent in the Bubba Wallace's account for him running this race for them, I'll kiss all three of y'all's ass in public television. There's no way they paid him to run this race. And if they did, and well, the money was in his account before yesterday, I'll kiss you. Look, this is a value-add play for sponsors. Sponsors aren't paying for these things as it relates to these big teams. Now, somebody like Timmy Hill, he probably did get a little something, maybe a free grill for for the pit boss deal that he got going on. Maybe they threw him a thousand bucks, but these guys, nobody's paying big money for this, even though it is on national television. This guy acting like he paid for this. He ain't paid Bubba. Didn't he do a deal for like for another race though? Hey, but uh, you're going to be doing a lot of kissing here pretty soon, Brett. <laughs> he ain't kissing nothing. I promise. I think, yeah, he. It was part of another deal. He did a deal for his for. I, I can't remember what race it was, but wasn't it? He so, didn't, so you think that Bubba Wallace got paid to do that yesterday? No, I think that it was added value in their new deal that they signed. Oh, I mean, added Fred, value. Freddie oh, might know. Freddie might know the real answer, but I yeah, Freddie, what what you got? I'm just telling you, Brett ain't kissing nobody's ass. You think I, I was saying I'm gonna kiss y'all's ass and be wrong? No. I mean, technically, either way, they paid for it. It's not like oh they got God, it. They they pay paid for somebody. Oh my gosh! Okay, whatever. I was told that there wasn't, uh, there was no, um, they weren't going to have to pay for that. So I don't. They're know. not paying. They're, they're not paying whatever agreement they had. Was, but I'm just saying that to Brett's comment, if if we he would be kissing our ass if Bubba made a dollar off of that yesterday or had planned on making a dollar off that yesterday, he is not kissing anybody's ass. Well, but didn't you say everybody? Because there were guys that have money sponsors in that field. I didn't say that. I said there are guys who got paid to sponsor it. I said no big teams got paid for that. I did say that part. No big teams got paid. Little teams like a Timmy no. Hill. I said yes, yes, but not not a big team. No, big teams no. are big teams are just uh, rolling it into. Hey, this is some exposure yeah. for right Current now. Let's deals. use it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, did you see what Adam Stern tweeted that uh, Hendrick was doing a new hospitality opportunity where they were allowing fans to, or their guests, guests, I guess, to um, spend time with drivers before the race, like essentially meet and greet, like a video deal. Did you see that? I mean, that's essentially what they're doing. Clint had an hour and a half of work yesterday before the race doing things like that, Casey. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great idea. Our guys are still going above and beyond, even though we're not at the racetrack. And and that's the other thing that, like, you know, like, you know, they they harped on the fact that Bubba quit. Okay, well, Bubba also ran an hour long um, practice session in his Twitch channel with Blue Emu everywhere. Blue Emu products in the background. Um, It was all over the dash when he was on the racetrack. It was on the top of the screen. Then he got in the race. um, So he had, I don't know, thousands of damn people following him on Twitch. Ran a decent in the heat race. I don't know. He finished seventh or eighth or something like that, and got on and got wrecked in the beginning of the race. So now, if this is you're going to call real life, if we got wrecked in real life and go to the garage and we're out of the race, or are they going to about it because we we couldn't race anymore? Like, what the hell's the difference? The fans that came above about this are absolutely ignorant. To Freddie's point, I mean, this is a a video game. B, let me tell you something. This can go two ways for for Blue Emu. Number one, are they going to get brand awareness out of this? Yes, they are. They did, but. There's a lot of Richard Petty fans out there. There's a lot of Richard Petty Motorsports fans out there. There's a lot of Bubba Wallace fans out there. And if you truly 
truly attack a guy and attack an organization that you supposedly support, there will be downfall for you too, fallout for you too. The, the same amount of people that said, hey, send me, a, send me a sample of Blue Emu, more than that said, you know what, I ain't ever buying that shit. I'll keep buying goodies. So you got to be careful when you're a marketing guy making those kind of kind of claims. I just find it hard to believe there's nothing involved with all that preparation is putting, you know, and, and Bubba Stream and all the logos on there and the background and stuff. I find it hard to believe there's not something bigger in place here. Uh, I can't go into exactly the details of it, but I'm telling you right now, Bubba didn't make a dollar off of it. What do you mean a dollar off making a dollar. No. I mean, the, the team? I don't know. There's some kind of deal with the team. They're, they've been an associate sponsor of ours for, since 2015, I think, or 2016. Somewhere along and the line, money's getting transferred for that or was supposed to get transferred if he ran that race. There was too much advertising. They, have, they are an associate sponsor of our cup car. So maybe whatever this is rolled into that deal, they get they get a race back or something like that. They've somebody, been an associate yeah. sponsor. Somebody went no, to Bubba. There was no special deal for this race yesterday. Somebody went to Bubba and dropped that stuff off and gave him the banner and stuff and put that said you need to put this on your stream and stuff for this. So and that doesn't happen for it's, free. So it was added value for their current. You would be I'm very watching. surprised what happens for free right now. I promise you, a lot's happening for free. I agree. Value yeah. added. Oh. It's not quote free. It's value yeah. added. Yeah, I agree. But they're 100%. not paying for it. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. How many races are people who, or sponsors who are supposed to have primaries on cars or even sponsors who are supposed to sponsor races? I mean, they're not seeing any value because they're not racing. <clears throat> so that's why the tracks are making sure what, what, that when they are on, on are racing, on iRacing, that their graphics and their banners are all accurate because they have the sponsors that have signed up for those races, like Bass Pro is all over it, Xfinity, like all the cup sponsors. Um, I mean, that's how they're getting their value because there's no other opportunity to do so. But apparently... The racing commercials are I mean, awesome. They're, the way they yeah. run, they're phenomenal. So they're apparently, you know, they had some expectations of uh, the, some expectations of that and they weren't happy with it. So there was something on the line this, for them to get this mad This whole at. deal for them was an attention grab, TJ. There's not, they were not upset about Bubba quitting. This was an opportunity for them to post a you're fired meme or gif, whatever the hell you want to call it, and then go up Bubba on Twitter to draw content for themselves. There's no, there's always an attention grab for them, and it worked. Like I said, nobody knew what the hell they were up until yesterday. I didn't know. I, mean, I knew they'd been on our car for three or four years, and I still didn't know what the hell they were. I, I don't so, know, I mean, know what it is. Too. I, I called Freddie, and I said, Freddie, what is Bleem you? He said, I don't know. Let me ask my brother John. And John knew what it was. Because <laughs> John, John Googled it. He didn't know what it was. He Googled it. Like, I told, what it is is a pain reliever. I told Bubba we should run a damn goodies paint scheme iRacing car for the rest of the year. Don't even put a number on it. Just put goodies down the side of it because goodies has supported, supported Richard for a hell of a lot these longer guys, than Blue Emu. Th- these drivers don't have to drive these cars. Like, And I could tell you that. I, I, I was in direct con- conversations with Roush Racing, Steve Newmark, and they don't have a contract for Ross Chastain to drive a virtual race car. He's doing that because he wants to help the organization, help the sport, help the sponsors. Like, you guys are crazy if you think these drivers are getting paid to do this yeah and somebody tweeted at me yesterday that, that's his job right now his job somebody better call harvick and truex and tell them they're missing work because yeah i mean what in the hell are this guy like jesus like it's not yeah he's doing it and out of the good like out of his free time he ain't got nothing better to do and he's adding value to some of his sponsors and but, i can tell you and tj can speak to it too because we've talked about this a lot from a work standpoint but i mean irising came out of nowhere one like it 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 has grown so much since we went into this break that sponsors now are still trying to figure out how to get involved. I mean, it's 
Oh, you're everybody seeing is a now. ton of value. Yeah, you're seeing a ton of value. So I would say that you know this specific example is added value, but it, there's tons of other sponsors who'd love to be included even more so because people thing, are watching it. The main thing in this is the sponsors are grasping this right now in this downtime, and they're getting exposure um, because of this. And it's important across the board. If it, if our sponsors are happy and they want to keep you know, hey, this is this is good enough. We're getting some publicity now. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know if they feel like they're getting added value to their stuff, you know, people, some, who knows what the companies are going to do. They're still going to get paid. It might, it might extend things. So to me, no, these guys don't have contracts to drive this stuff right now, but it's the right thing to do for their teams right now to help give their sponsors more publicity and, and added value, like you guys have said. Um, it goes. So should Joey have raced last week then? Joey, was, he would have, but he was out of town. Oh, oh he was quarantined like the rest of us. Where'd he go? <laughs> he was quarantined in his house. He, he has more than one location. So, um, but you know, a lot of these, if I had a company, I would have my guy in there doing it and I'd have my sponsors on the car like they're doing. I would, I mean, it, you got to push everything you are. can right now. That, yeah. Like the, they, yeah. He was. He was there for the heat race. He was there for, you know, damn, half the show. He was yeah. there for the whole heat race. He twi- Like I said, he was on Twitch for an hour. He gave them plenty of value before this all blew up. So, I if mean. If you want to read how stupid people are, just go read some of them threads. Because oh. you could just, they just, their comments scream stupid. Anyway, one, of the, case, one of the things I'm thankful for is I don't know who, like, does the Twitter, like, uh, monitoring. But, I mean, if you go back and, and see some of the that gets tweeted at Bubba when he tweets anything. He could tweet, he did, he donated $10 million to some charity, and there'd be some jackass on there that's going to call him, drop, you know, obviously, you know, you can figure out what word he's dropping on there. And they, and luckily, Twitter, just, they can jump on it immediately. Like, I was, I was trying to, I was showing Brett examples of it yesterday, because he was, he was kind of shocked to find it out. But Twitter does such a good job of getting it off of there. But, I mean, it just discourages people like Bubba, like, from, from Twitter. It happened to the hockey game, a hockey player the other day. Uh, a guy from the Rangers just signed, and, and, and they then he they were doing a Q&A and it just blew up the chat room with derogatory racist remarks and they had to shut it all down. People like, are stupid. People are so freaking on like social media is just rooting the world. You can't say that. <laughs> Keep going, Case. Last one is from Growl Guy. What's the first thing you're going to do when we get the all clear to do normal life stuff again? TJ. Uh, man, probably go to a restaurant. I don't know, man. Something. I think there's a there's a long list of things that I'm ready to go out and do. Um, just be social, I guess, man. It's, you you miss seeing your friends and and hanging out with them and stuff. So it'd be nice. And honestly, I miss the roof. I miss you know we miss that crowd on the weekend and stuff. And I'm looking forward to getting back up there. That's like our second family. You know, we see these guys every week and you learn a little bit about somebody every weekend when you talk and just have general conversations. So I'm looking forward to getting, you know, back up there and seeing these guys and learning, you know, what they've been doing. Was that Brett? Was that your what house? I do. Was that your house? I heard, something, I heard something scream. <laughs> well, there's a chance. There's four kids yeah. and dogs and yeah, there's <laughs> well, all kinds of running around here. Who's standing behind you? That's my bear. That's Bambi. No, the other side. <laughs> just kidding. But now I'm looking forward to getting back and just being social and and uh, things like that. Play There's only one the thing you do when life returns to normal, and that is you load up the car and you go to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> you riding with Sonny Ledford? 
Uh, I'm looking forward to going to work. I got bills. God, I need to get paid. <laughs> Freddie's tax bills do it. He ain't got no income. <laughs> I'm down to five figures. I need the other, I need the other figure back. Why don't you uh, check them couch cushions? There's probably a good couple grand of those cushions yeah. spread yeah, all around. something like that. <laughs> what about you, Casey? What are you going to do? Have a baby? I have a, I have a feeling by the time we get out of this, I'll be ready to have the baby and then be in quarantine again, so I'll have a baby. <laughs> so I don't really know what I'll be doing. How long are you, you going to wait? August? Yeah, how long are you going to wait yeah. for the second one? When do you do? August? Oh, that's going to be a while. What? I'm doing August, yeah. Just, so, name her, wow. just name her August. Name her August or name her quarantine. Yeah. <sighs> there is a post about all these... Uh, Coronavirus names—they're pretty creative. I'm not gonna lie, but August, not one of them. August will be used. Corona boat. <laughs> Beautiful. Has wow, a ring. That should would look great. Has a nice ring to it. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, who's getting a shirt? Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Let's see what's coming up this week on our second favorite podcast, the Dale Junior Download. Hey, it's Dale Jr. Since TJ probably isn't paying attention, let me take the time to tell you about the Dale Jr. Download this week. My sister Kelly joins us. We may be locked down in our homes, but we're still bringing it with the content. The Dale Jr. Download, available on major podcast platforms. I'd like to challenge Jimmy to a virtual race. That'd be fun. Well, he's screwed if he's got you virtually spotting for him. I know, exactly. <laughs> he's screwed both ways because I can hook him and my spotter can just clear him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, we looked the spotter. I don't know, you didn't get to watch I don't know if you watched it back yesterday, but uh we looked pretty good yesterday, spotters, because these idiots can't clear themselves at all. Like they were there was probably ten wrecks where these guys are clearing themselves or trying like you could see like I think Alex was one of them that like tried to like slow down to get in a hole and, and just turned up, I think it was Parker, and just turned up across his nose trying to get in a hole. I like, saw that. I, that was good so, job security yesterday. So, what are we going to rant about? Anything? I feel <laughs> I like we've ranted right. enough. I think Brett has ranted enough for all of us today. To I'm going to take my blood pressure medicine. Y'all have made my blood pressure go up on here. TJ don't want to race when it's cold outside. And Freddie don't want me to go to Lowe's. And I don't I do, know. I do want to race. But I don't want to. You know, if we got to race into January, I'll race into January. We got to. But cold sucks. Thank God we got your approval. Yeah, cold, <laughs> cold sucks. That's though. what we've been waiting on, Freddie. You know, not all, all right. of us, not all of us are born with that. You know, natural jacket. <laughs> hey, it's, it has its perks and benefits. It sucks when it's 115 degrees in Chicago, yeah. though. You, I wish you, I was your size then. Your season would run from like you know September to like <laughs> March, and then you'd be done. <laughs> Yeah, TJ, do you see I, what I tweeted last night? I literally tweeted, "I can't yeah. wait to go to Kentucky Speedway." Were <laughs> <laughs> you drunk? That means hell is frozen over. I can't yeah. wait to go to Kentucky Speedway. That should be their ad for the race to promote it. Yeah, that's uh, that's um, going to be an exciting one for sure. That's how bad that. this quarantine is. I want to go to Kentucky. I want to go ride the oh. elevator at Kentucky right now. Same. I'll gladly walk up them steps. <laughs> I mean, I would sit in a rain delay at this point if, if it means raining back to racing. Oh, you're I'm, giving so much, Casey. Oh, Thanks. yeah. Is that, is that on Saturday? That on Casey, Saturday Casey would, Casey's willing to sit in her suite during a rain delay, folks. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Casey, you're guys, such a giver. I'll, yeah, I'll sit, I'll sit in rain delay on Saturday just so I can get home on Sunday. Oh. Excuse me. I stay on Sundays. Yeah, for really? At this point... 
At this point, I'm not going to any races because it's going to go up until Well, that makes you and uh, anymore, three so. others in here. Y'all stay safe out there. If you're a teacher, enjoy working your one hour a day and getting paid a full paycheck. If you're a bartender, you're like me, you're unemployed. Uh, no, nah, they're still making to-go <laughs> drinks. Wait till that nah. comes crashing down. Oh, how about the to-go drinks you can get? A friend of mine got a to-go margarita here at a Mexican restaurant in uh, Cornelius. That seems safe. I'm scared to get anything. I don't want that guy chopping up my jalapeno. I don't want the guy next to me at the traffic light drinking a margarita. I don't understand how this thing is named a coronavirus and it came from China. Wouldn't it need to come to Mexico to be named a coronavirus? <laughs> we got to go. Yeah, we're getting... Please. It's getting carried away All right, away thank again. you guys so much for listening. Please help us out by sharing the link to the show on social media. And don't forget to send us tons of good feedback. Um, tons of rants about Brett because he would not shut up today. Tons of um, pictures which, of Casey with blonde hair. <laughs> use my wedding photos because we know Brett will love them. Thank you guys. Please be safe and have a great week. Word. Holla. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.